Learning about movies. Learning about movies. Learning about movies. Spoiler alert. Uh, Robocop kills all the bad people. Welcome to Syndication, the only podcast that buy that for a dollar. <laughs> uh, this is episode 29. Uh, cops, robbers, robots. This episode, we shoot off about the 1987 action classic Robocop. I am your host, Tyler Young, and uh, this time we have some video so I can see the other people in, well, the one person in the room with me and the other two who are remote. Who but are you, You wouldn't person? know that. <laughs> <laughs> or care, and why, why am yep. I saying all this? <laughs> uh, I'm Devin Ellis. And I'm Matt, the dad from that 70s show. <laughs> Red Foreman. Yeah, that Dumb guy. Ass. And I'm Jackie, the dad from that 70s show, hyphen Murphy. <laughs> Also hyphenate. Murphy. Also Murphy. Is anybody drinking anything? I don't even have any water, which I probably should oh. have. I got water. I don't want it. Some of us came prepared. Corona. I also <gasps> brought no spare. <laughs> Not the Rona. <laughs> oh, jeez. I have tea. What kind of tea? Anything good? It's the same tea I was drinking when we filmed the Rashomon episode, so it's nothing especial like Corona. Does it taste mm. like justice? <laughs> <laughs> it Payback. tastes like critique of 80s action movie tropes. You should just start making ones up. You should say, this week, I'm drinking Detroit. Ooh, <laughs> that's a good one. Nailed it, Matt. Detroit. So, Devin, you picked this I did. gem of a movie <clears throat> for, this, for this episode. Why? Why did you pick it? Also, uh, what did you know? Did you know anything about the movie going into it, other than possibly robots and cops? That was about the extent of it. I had some idea of it being, you know, a pretty uh, over-the-top '80s action movie, which you can probably assume just from the title and the cover art. Although I do remember while we were watching it, you kept going like, "Holy crap! I had no idea this movie was fucking like, it, <laughs> this violent shit." Yeah, yeah, it it definitely was a lot more than I was expecting, um, which uh, pleasantly so. The movie is a lot. It yeah. is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Now, had you ever seen any of uh, uh, what's his name, Paul Paul Verhoeven? Verhoeven. Um, Verhoeven. No. Have you seen, like, have you seen Starship Troopers? No. Oh, he did that one. He did, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. That that makes sense. I remember the first time I ever saw Starship Troopers, like it took me the entire I mean, I'm ashamed of this, but it took me the entire movie to figure out it was a comedy. You know what I mean? Like it took the whole movie before I was like, "Oh, this is satire." It's like the driest satire that a human being is capable of. That's kind of what this is, too. Exactly, uh, yeah. But just... it's like it's it's like it it rides that line of like is this a comedy? I can't, like, is it, you know what I mean? Like, it's so over the top that, like, you spend the whole movie going, like, are they in on the joke? Or is this, or are they? Are they, are we the joke? Right, yeah, like, what's, yeah. like. Are we laughing at them or with them? Well, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Snorts cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many great one-liners in this movie like that. Just so, so painfully 80s, all all the. Yeah, like the executive snort and coke, and uh, yeah, I buy that for a dollar. Oh man, because I remember you had told me about that. Yeah, it's my. F I you love like, saying that. You tried to explain the the running joke in the movie, the right that I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, that it's just it's hard. I don't I don't know what it is. It's a show that's running is. in the background. I don't know if it's a commercial for something or it's like 
its own sh- i think it's its own show yeah. but i don't is it a variety show is it a game show i don't know it's just a guy just this weird like greasy looking dude just going like i'd buy that for a dollar and then there's like pretty ladies around him in bikinis just like he's <laughs> <laughs> just ah, <laughs> so many times <laughs> yeah yeah and they do it and it's just the same line <laughs> i'd buy that for a dollar <laughs> I got to say, one of my favorite things about this movie was, I don't know what you would call this, world building, was like all of the fake commercials and like fake like of the time um, uh, uh, components that they were trying to display were hilarious. Huh? Nukem, yeah. Yeah. The board game was Nukem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) All of that was amazing. I loved all of it. I love that that's how the movie started too. Like it started with like news reports and commercials and just like they, they make it like very 80s very capitalistic very in your face trying to sell you something you know and then showing like graphic violent like news you know people getting murdered crazy mm-hmm. shit happening because i mean a big whole- component i think was satire on like corporatism in yeah. america right and so i think that it, a it was <laughs> hilarious and b i think it emphasized that point pretty well oh yeah i mean well it- i think the whole thing was like written as a send up of like the Reagan administration, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, unbound capitalism. Um, it's like the, you know, Reagan was the war on drugs, which like I don't think we'd ever spoken about law enforcement as war before. So it's like militarization of the police. Yeah. And in this case, Cor- privatization or, uh, uh, of the police. Like, just like consumerist, capitalist, over. I don't even know, like, taken to its logical and horrific conclusion. Do you know the other syndication flick that started with a special report? Citizen Kane. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Citizen mm. Robocop. Citizen Robocop. Oh, well, I wonder if that was a conscious choice. It's funny. Speaking not. of our older episodes, um, I was, so a lot of the, the stuff of, like, behind-the-scenes, like, knowledge I have right now is just, like, Devin and I were watching it. It's called Flesh and Steel. It's a making of Robocop, and they're, they're talking to... Paul Another Verhoeven. great title. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, they're talking to uh, Paul Verhoeven and um, and Edward Newmeyer, the the one of the writers. He's like the main writer. And yeah, like Metropolis. It like the, Paul Verhoeven's like there's two movies in mind when I was making this movie. When I was like you know directing this thing, and it's the day the Earth stood still and Metropolis, which uh, we covered in episode three. And actually, the, the design of Robocop himself apparently like took a lot of inspiration from. I don't know the name. What was the name of the the mm. robot metropolis i don't remember actually matt do you know the robot oh like the female android lady yeah yeah before that she took more of like a human form yeah i don't remember wasn't um didn't you watch that in 2017 metropolis God, yeah, we started yeah. Doing longest this. running film podcast on iTunes. <laughs> uh, definitely, that can't be right. definitely not our best episode though. Doesn't really hold a candle to uh, episode twenty-seven, which I think we've all listened to and, and really enjoyed. <laughs> it quite potatoes. possibly is our best work. I think so. Ever, yeah. it really knocked it out of the park on that one. It's really too bad. Anyone can hear it. And if for some reason it weren't on the internet, you know, if people could just build word of mouth, you could about release my single about it. How great it was. I'm just thankful that everybody got to hear Battleship Potatoes before, you know, like that, that didn't get lost. Everyone got to hear Battleship Potatoes. It's part of the lexicon now. It's part of our history. Just another lost library. 
Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, to 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 go back to your point, Devin. It's, it's like world building <laughs> yeah. of the podcast. <laughs> I don't know what else you would call that. So meta. I love how in this movie, the way that like police work, the way they portray it, at least in the beginning, when like they're bringing in perps and the and the and the perps are like. Yeah, like one guy like breaks free and um, Officer Lewis she just like gets into a fist fight with him. Like, all right, you piece of shit. Let's go. And she's like, <laughs> put up your dude. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah, right. Oh, it, the movie's super crass. And she just decks oh. him and everyone's like, woo, yeah, get him, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you son of a bitch. Get back there. Get in line. You know, it's the it craziest. Destroyed, like, but that's so, it's they're like one insane. second away from putting money on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Detroit in 2028, right? Because I think it's two years, right? It's two years bef- between when Murphy gets all shot to hell and then mm. becomes mm. RoboCop. I think it's. Oh, is that true? I don't think I knew that. I think it, it's 2028 when he gets all shot up by um, uh, Red Foreman, and then 20, <laughs> 2030s when he's actually he he comes online for the first time. But what I if uh, you know, yeah. like what, what if he gets booted what if, up? What if he got shot in December? And he got booted up in January. So it was really only like a year and two months. It's true. It could be. Yeah. It's like I was born in 86, but like in mid-December. So like oh, pretty much 87, you know. Pretty much. Pretty, uh, pretty much 87, <laughs> yeah. So you're old is what I'm hearing. I'm very old. I'm an old man. Old man. With I'm the, the oldest one here. baby. I'm so upset about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, somehow I look the youngest out of all of us. Yeah. But I am the elder. That's why I'm the host. We went by seniority on it. Two of us without facial hair (laughs) look the youngest. Yeah, I can't grow a full beard. I'm really, I hate it. I'm jealous of you. Neither can I, man. I I don't even (laughs) want like a full bushy beard. I just want a good five o'clock shadow, you know, just all the way across. Swing. I want that like old Clint Eastwood look, you know? You could call yourself the man with no beard. So when you say stuff, and I'm just like, why Stupid. is that funny to you? It's so obviously the opposite of funny. What are you talking about? Because Clint Eastwood's character's <laughs> name was the man with no name. But I'm the man with no beard. It's such a stretch, babe. That's okay. That was hilarious. <laughs> Pure <laughs> gold. You see this abuse that I put up? Disrespect. So I didn't really realize until I was watching Flesh and Steel, the the making of RoboCop. I didn't because re- I've heard the name RoboCop so many times over my lifetime since I was a little kid. I didn't realize just how dumb of a name it is. <laughs> you know, like if this movie, if I've never heard of RoboCop and the movie came out today, I'd be like, "What the fuck, RoboCop? Get the hell out of here! That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard." You know? Yeah. But it sounds so normal to me now. I'm just like, "Yeah, it's RoboCop. Let's watch RoboCop. It's a masterpiece." And I love how people <laughs> rejected it at the name too when they were trying to get it picked up by a director. Oh yeah, everyone's like, what "The fuck, RoboCop!" Like they wouldn't read the script. They're like, "You want to pitch me RoboCop? No, get out of here. Get out of my office." I don't think so. <laughs> get out of here, kid. You got nothing. <laughs> Come back when you got something, something I can work with. And even initially rejected by the director who took it, Paul. Uh, what was his last name again? Verhoeven. Verhoeven. Yeah, he initially said no. He's like, no, thank you. Which is hilarious. <laughs> and then and then read it and saw that it was this really cool like satire of the eighties. And super hyper violent. He's like, I like violence. I'm in. <laughs> I do like violence. He like he loved the idea of the main character getting murdered within the first twenty five minutes of the movie and then coming back. He he kept <laughs> Like because of how like crass and over the top and and stupid this movie is uh, to a degree, like 
I love the fact that Paul Verhoeven kept talking about how this is like he's like Jesus. It's like, oh yeah, he kept he kept comparing him to Jesus. Yeah, he gets he gets you know crucified and then comes back from the dead and. Um, even even at the end, he's walking on water. You know, when he's like walking through that big like construction site, <laughs> like through water. I'm like, oh man, that's, that's really for me. I'm, that's really gonna be a no for me, dog. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I, obviously he's the director, so like, who the fuck am I? But like, I don't I don't even know if I agree with that. I there were scenes that were shot. This movie felt like a horror film sometimes, mm. but always from the perspective of the antagonist. There's one where like. They're yeah. all in that warehouse at the end, and he's busting on the door to get in, and it straight up feels like a creature of the week, like horror B film. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> but he's kind of like Batman, right? Because he's like people are just like, "What the fuck is this?" You know, we can't stop him. You know, it's just a one man walking. But he, but the, the yeah, the fact that he just walks in and doesn't like do a bunch of crazy moves and shit. He just like people just blasting at him, and he's just conk 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 like right through. Nothing stops him. He doesn't stutter. He doesn't you know slow down <laughs> he just <laughs> takes everybody out systematically it is kind of creepy i love that scene yeah. when he uh has a dream in in the police station when he's like charging or whatever and uh starts walking away and everyone's like oh no we can't stop him because we made him indestructible and and now we can't stop him <laughs> please, please stop hey sir please please excuse me <laughs> you're not supposed to be up and about and walking around hey hey we're talking to you <laughs> yes working I as think... intended clearly yeah i'm it's probably not surprising, but I did not enjoy watching this film. And I, 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 know. <laughs> I think the issue for me, I, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't watch a lot of 80s action movies. I've, I don't really know that I've really seen any proper ones, but, you Ooh, know. Add that to the list. The Breakfast Club, right? 16 Candles. Like, I I, love I'm the familiar with Breakfast some, I, I mean, it's a different, <laughs> right, it's a different <laughs> sort of aesthetic. Ugh. But I, love I, I am Club. familiar with this over-exaggerated kind of mm-hmm. style of, and I guess for me, I'm always talking about the acting. But oh, it's for super me, hammy. Everybody's this, but hammy. this film was so like tell, not show. And there are movies from that period that really show and don't tell and have really nuanced acting. And that's not what this movie was. But for me, it was so clumsy because I just. The characters were like props. So everyone but Robocop was a prop, right? It was it was it just like was. a device used to advance plot. And I think that's fine, but it it's just like I'm the, the scene that is sticking with me is when he goes back to his old house and it's like the world's greatest dad mug has a crack in it. And it's like and I'm like, why is all this trash in your house? Like what <laughs> why is your house like it, it just isn't it doesn't I was confused make by any that too. Was sense. it just abandoned? And it's not real, it doesn't reflect real life, and it's not absurd and funny, so it's in this weird sort of cinematic purgatory that has no real purpose for narrative. I and I, I'm i missing the point, but I, like for I, me, it was uncomfortable to watch. For that I think reason. it's absurd and funny. Yeah. I didn't find it absurd. I found it like, you we like have it to Ed accomplish this thing, the so here is this broken mug. The, they have, like... The flashbacks would have been enough. Right. It's not... I don't... I think... <laughs> it's, it's, it's lampooning those things, I think. Like, it's it, supposed it to be must, over the top and it stupid. Must because yeah. I just I, but it was, it was. so. Over I mean, they've the said that it was just like in a different dimension. It was so over the top. But that's what I meant when I said that. Like the first time I watched one of his films, I did not know. Like literally, I went through the entire film, and it was not until Neil Patrick Harris showed up in literally an SS officer's uniform at the end of the yeah. movie that I was like, 
oh, this has all been a joke. That's why it's so bad. Oh, they're all the bad guys, kind of. You know? Yeah. But like, you know what really this is? It's like any like of, the of reason why I don't like Auntie Donna is because they'll do this joke, and then there's the punchline, and then there's another, they keep going with the joke, and then it's not funny. And then somehow it's funny again, but then it's like really not funny, and you're exhausted. Like that's this oh, kind like of Kristen long Charles form. And I don't even want to call it satire, <laughs> but let's call it lampooning of a trope is like it's it takes a lot of stamina i think as a viewer to sort of get to the point D- does that make sense i understand what you're saying yeah. i just really disagree with it fine i mean fine i just for me i was just sort of like for me it took stamina I, to get through like rashomon just because really it, well because it was just very like I, I enjoyed it but it was very slow and the but it was like the subject an hour matter and a half. Was, this movie was like what was it like three hours no nope. this was nope. an hour and 43 minutes oh my god it felt so long it was a, an, oh god, a it was a brisk died. hour 45 <laughs> it was a roller coaster ride yeah. for me i i had more energy after the movie was over i'm like i could watch the sequel right now Here's oh, the thing, man, and this might it. sound... I'm uh, easily pleased, though. So. <laughs> this this might come as a surprise, actually, but like I thought this movie had more depth than I was anticipating, right? Yeah, fair Because I've seen a lot of like over-the-top 80s action movies that have nothing. That is it, right? Just the fact that this had another layer of satire mm-hmm. was, you know, just put it on a different level compared to most of those. Um yeah, I hadn't seen it in a very long time, uh, so I just remember the action and right. craziness and the violence from when I was a kid. But then I, I, when I saw it again, I'm like, oh, it actually does, in a weird way, like have something to say. Like yeah. it, it actually does have a message behind it. You know, it exceeded my expectations in both of those regards because a, the action was way more actiony than I was expecting, yeah. and also the fact that it even had any sort of depth was more than I was expecting. But there's that, I mean, it's it sort of reminds me of movies that you watch for plot, but then the theme becomes more important at the end. Like, what's that movie? Annihilation. We can't reference Annihilation two podcasts in a row. I am just, but that's that, <laughs> I mean, because of that Folding Ideas uh, uh, video, I just, that that kind of movie, that sort of structure used to really irk me, but now I find it really rewarding as a viewer because it just, it elevates sort of, the you know i leave the experience sort of thinking about something higher order and with robocop i did not have that experience but that's probably not what i'm supposed to it was just like this is we're lampooning capitalism period i think yeah and it's not like, like a, that's you like highly a cerebral further, film you know I mean? either that's you know? like comparing apples and oranges though I and know. saying that you can compare them because they both come in fruit crates like <laughs> i and i can't compare but i just i think for me like the I mean, I don't know. It might have just been the mood I was in. I mean, you the, also didn't watch it. I mean, I don't want to watch it. I listened I to it. I, I don't want to call you out. <laughs> I listened to but it. you knitted through the whole thing and looked up every minute. The and moment of that, visual absurdity <laughs> and gags were a big part of this movie. The moment that lost me was when the guy at the very beginning of the film kept getting shot by the. At the beginning robot, is when it actual, lost the you. Robot cop. Yeah, and I was just like. Why is he still shooting the guy? I don't. Wh- this is really going on for quite a while. And then I think I looked at Matthew and I went, "The fuck!" And then <laughs> just like I was just like, because okay, I think it's ridiculous, it, right? They just want to be like, "Let's so, yeah, just." That's a that's a fair criticism of my behavior. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I I think I read a quote from the writer who said that like one of the purposes that he set out when writing this movie was to point out how stupid '80s action movies had gotten. Mission like, accomplished. Like how absurd they were. So like the over the top gratuitous violence was 
on purpose. Like it, it wasn't, you may not have liked it. It's not my place to tell you how to feel about things, but like, I don't think that you can say that it was pointless. It wasn't pointless. I just felt like it could have gone a little farther um, with some of the capital, like the themes about capitalism or, you know, militarizing the police, because those today, especially those are still very resonant themes, right? That, that like we should be concerned about. <laughs> See summer of 2020. You, I mean, I don't know how the critique of like corporate culture and greed could have gone any further than they bought the police uh, when a fellow corporate executive was shot to death in the boardroom. He said, that's life in the big city. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that so much. Like it was just a glitch. It's like, oh yeah. That, it that, was a lot of telling, and not, I think it was the tactic used, not the theme itself. I guess I, I just I don't know. I I don't know. But see, you're like when you talk about annihilation, like you're talking about like high art, and this is satire. It and is, I feel like those yeah. are they like they they're very different things. But you know, I will probably keep thinking about this movie because, as with uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey, as with <clears throat> as much as I hate to admit it, Fear and Loathing. I'm still thinking about those films and they're really different with really different payoffs. So I, you, you know, this loathing? may be a film that I keep thinking about. You hated Fear and Loathing, didn't you? I would watch it again today. Wow. I'm really surprised. Yeah, I would. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I remember, I I remember that like, bath have seen Next episode, Fear and Loathing, part two. <laughs> <laughs> we just watch it again for, because really, I, 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 I mean, I could be wrong. My memory is garbage, but like I, I distinctly remember you being like, ew, gross. This movie's all gross. I hate all of it. I hate all the people in it. I hate why this was written. Uh, all of it. But see, like, no, but, but I think I, maybe why you want to watch it again, possibly, is just because, nah. like, the movie is so fucked up that you're just like, I just, it's such a, I just want to see that fucked up. Like, it's like a car crash. Like, I just want to watch it explode again. <laughs> well, but now the not, the vomit won't surprise me. Like, I'll know it's coming. And so the <laughs> oh, ew so factor gross. is not going to be as horrible. Okay. It is a it is a great movie. I I watched it a lot when I was younger, back when I thought it was just the coolest. No, yeah. <laughs> no, Matthew. Matt Matt's doing bunny ears and stuff behind Jackie's head. I had a, I have a feeling that this episode was going to be relatively short, just because it's like it's 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 I, RoboCop. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's a great movie, but like yeah, it's not like highly cerebral. There isn't like a crazy amount to pick apart in it. It's just kind of a fun stupid ride you know but speaking of stupid rides do you guys love that uh american i mean i i don't know why i'm asking i loved the uh the 6000 sux an american tradition <laughs> it's uh, just like just lampooning uh just american made cars in the 80s and just how shitty they were and they're just <laughs> yeah we'll just we'll just put in a car in there and we'll just like have like in this world that just blatantly like yep six six thousand sux you'll buy it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you have to yeah i'd buy like that for a dollar <laughs> <laughs> every time that uh kurtwood smith was on screen he's the dad from that 70s show I kept half expecting him to just be like, all right, you dumbass. You know, just <laughs> dumbass, you dumbass. You're a dumbass. Such a dumbass. You're an ass. I did love Kick that part right where the executive who made RoboCop had the two women over and he was, they were like snorting Coke and like about to get down. And then the dad from that 70s show comes in and the ladies leave and the one goes, 
call me and like oh right <laughs> yeah silly really? he's, like, he's gonna be dead at gunpoint she's like should we go call me it's <laughs> <laughs> a tough one i uh, love how fuck that scene when they kill him that executive like they couldn't just like it couldn't just be Kurtwood Smith like all right well your time's up and then shoot him. It's like this huge elaborate like okay I have this VHS. Oh yeah, you went uh, off about that. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I loved it because it was so because I was just thinking about like the the prep work it took before that. We're like okay, so uh, what's well, what's his name? Kurtwood Smith. Clarence says all right, Clarence. I want I want you to go and, and murder this guy because uh, I, f- I forget why. Like we can't have him talking about the RoboCop program or something. Yeah, well, because his Robocop program oh, was doing like, too well. Yeah, it surpassed his um, the Ed two hundred nine Ed two hundred nine program. Right. So he's like, okay, so C- Clarence, I want you to go and, and murder this guy. We got we got to stop him. Take out my competition. Uh, all right. So you want me to just like go shoot him right in the face? No, no. So I'm gonna I'm gonna record this <laughs> tape myself talking to the camera <laughs> and like, hello, buddy boy, you <laughs> fucked up. You got too big for your britches. You know, so he like records this whole thing and Clarence is sitting by like waiting for him to finish. Like, okay, so here's the tape. So get there, shoot him in the legs, right? Just so he like can't go anywhere. And then uh, put in the tape and make him watch the whole thing. And then at the end, you say something kind of, you, this is where, this is your part to shine. You can kind of riff here and just make up some stuff <laughs> off the top of your head. I don't know. Just be really sinister and weird. You can be creative with it. Yeah. Yeah. That this is what, you know, you have a good style. I, this is why I trust you. You do, you do your thing. And then I, what does he do? He like gives him a, he like drops a bomb. Yeah, he a puts grenade. like he unpins a grenade, grenade and leaves it on the other side what? of the room. Yeah. But he times it out perfectly so he can like finish wrap up his like little speech. Right. And, like, well, so I have to go and because you know, he sets it at a certain point in the video and that's puts right. it down. So the video can end when the that's guys because I was talking about that part right. where it's like highly choreographed. So like the guy, uh, the old man, I think his name was, or no, um, oh, what's what's the dude's name? The executive and whatever. But like he had to have a cue in the video to be like, all right, Clarence, like when I say Jones? this line, was it I want you to prime the grenade. <laughs> right. Right. When I say the word, you know, dick bag, I want you to, <laughs> I want you to when prime it. When I say it. cocksucker. Right. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> That's your cue. When I say cocksucker, <laughs> you prime this uh, grenade to go off. For th- and, but give it 30 seconds because I need you to get out of there, you know, yeah. but I need the tape to finish. <laughs> <laughs> Special scenes. He just could have shot him. Like, it's pretty he's, amazing. He's gonna be dead. Like, why? Why tell him anything? Why say a, a single word to him? You just shoot him in the face and walk away. Like, you just. Oh, yeah, we to- we totally like jumped past the part where another critique, like another satire critique, is that the corporation runs both sides of crime. <laughs> they right. run the gang, and then they also run the police to root out the gang. Right. Don't they? They they cause the police. Um, strike right and it was like orchestrated by them by the corporation like they, they wanted more i may crime. have missed that i think like they wanted more crime because they needed a reason to like to use it implement ed- their program right you know to privatize it when, oh right because they wanted they took over the the robocop program they wanted to make more robocops right yeah yeah I mean, that'd be crazy, though. That's so far-fetched. That would be like, I don't know, if in this day and age, like, prisons were run for profit or something crazy like that. Yeah, like, don't if people... Don't be ridiculous! If, if people, like, made money off of incarceration. <laughs> yeah. Which would be crazy. No. That's, yeah. okay, little too far, Verhoeven. <laughs> and, like, somehow instigated, I don't know, riots and crimes and shit, and then when, like, look, we need more police force. Like, that'll never happen. No. In this day the and age. worst... <laughs> <laughs> Little John Ralphio for us. Here we are. 
Obviously she's the worst. She's the worst person in the world. Huge skank, terrible. Uh, it was interesting. I'd never seen Red Foreman doing a serious role, or not a serious role, but not Red Foreman. I'd never seen him in anything else. He's like, like I, I pictured like Red Foreman is the same is Clarence like after he got out of the yeah the, the, the gang world. <laughs> That's you know, canon. World. Yeah, but that so like Red Foreman as we see him is like he's calmed down now. He's still right. a hard ass. And he's he, still like, a hard ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I thought he was really I, good, though, as like a criminal, a crazy, psychotic criminal. He was hamming it up so much, but it's really fun to watch him. I, I thought it was super yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> he was weird casting, but it worked. Yeah, I, I thought, thought so, worked. too. I mean, what did he, he do before this? Nefarious. I don't even really know. I have no idea. Like I said, I've never seen him in anything else. This is all I know him from, is this and, and that 70s show. Yeah. Me, too. How do you guys like um, uh, Lewis? Obviously, Lewis as mm. the partner. I thought she was great. I thought she was really good. That was uh, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> what? Nancy Allen. She was great. He, all right. Here's my question for you. Strong female uh, co-lead and cop, capable, <clears throat> kicking dudes' asses. It's great. My my issue with her is really an issue with Murphy, which is if you like, I thought the the barely concealed subtext at the beginning of the movie was that they were going to fuck. Um, mm-hmm. Like they laid that on hard. I was waiting for that robot sex. And yeah. then when yeah. like, so that's fine. <laughs> it's yeah. also fine. If a character in a movie is married and wants to fuck his partner, it's at least drama, but you can't then expect me to feel sad for you when you lament, when you flash back to your wife saying, I love you. Like these things are, Incompatible. Wait, they never hook up, right? The they movie? don't. No, they I don't. Never got, I never got the feeling. That they, I thought they were just great partners. I thought they had oh. cues for it when I, they did yeah. that, like, yeah. like stitch up scene when he was damaged and took off his helmet for the first time. That was a, supposed to be a kiss scene, right? Like, I was so primed for that, and then it didn't happen. Oh, I don't even mean it that part. I, I mean at the beginning. Yeah. To see, for like for me, I could have put a guy in the same place and would have been the same. It'd just be like a like bro. it'd be really bro like. Go they back and watch from the like, well, bro. Works with come two on, men bro. Too. That's go, also fine. Go back and watch from the moment she beats up that guy and meets Murphy through like them getting coffee together and him. Yeah. He was like, she like opened the door to get in the cop car and drive, and he stepped in and he was like, I always like to break in new partners and drive. And they're like making like eyebrows at each other through all those scenes. I think it's harmless. Flirting. I don't. I don't right. think there's actual. I don't. I don't necessarily think there may have been something there, fuck. but I feel like being <laughs> conditioned <laughs> of like 80 movies of the time, right? Yeah. I would have been expecting it. I'm glad I just, they didn't. I don't, I'm glad they I'm didn't, glad didn't too. Together, I was surprised yeah. by it. But they started it and just like didn't. No, no. I have no issue with that. You're you're hearing the wrong criticism. It's I don't care that they didn't fuck. I care <laughs> that he was going to fuck with her. And I don't think she. He her. was. I don't think oh, he, was. he hunt dude. He was go married. watch those scenes again. There's, I think it was just they were just being like good friends and they're kind of like harmless flirting. I don't think they were gonna hook up. I penis, two married people. Penis in vagina was gonna happen. <laughs> and then I have no sympathy when you're sad about your loving wife that you were gonna cheat on before you got turned into a robot. But he didn't. I reject that <laughs> idea. I think. But he didn't. Yeah. But he didn't. Cause he got turned into a robot. You don't know that. <laughs> It's saw his dick got blown off, so he really and they didn't they didn't give also him a that. robot one, so full body. Full body replacement. They were very clear. Yeah. <laughs> Have, they and, took off the other arm. Has anyone seen the remake from I think twenty fourteen? I didn't even know there was one. Yeah. They, they remade you. it. Have you seen it? 
I did. It was not good. <laughs> is it worse than this? <laughs> did there was there? Did you they mean fuck in that not one? as amazing as this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's not a good movie, and this one is a good movie. Okay, <laughs> but it's horrifying because he's like way less human. He has like they show him at one point. He's just basically like a brain with eyes like he doesn't even have like a head you know he's like in like a pair of lungs like so like he has like nobody he's just almost all robot you know can we talk about the special effects for a second like when he took his helmet off the first time i thought that looked way better than i was expecting for mm-hmm. how much of a budget i assumed this had right yeah. i mean they went over the top with all of the special effects like they're blowing up buildings and cars what'd you say <laughs> their budget was one dollar <laughs> They bought that for a dollar. <laughs> I just like it when Tyler does the laugh. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought the prosthetics were good, uh, and I thought like the claymation or whatever they were using for the robots, like Great. I mean, it was. Those I think are, it was just stop obvious. Motion. Yeah, but stop motion props. Yeah, it was obvious. I it was good. But I thought it looked surprisingly well. I love the Ed two hundred nines and how like clunky and stupid they were. Yeah. Also, when it fell over to start screeching like an animal. It got so like, upset. Ah, it was having a temper ah. tantrum. I want to kill him. I can't get down the stairs. Damn oh, it. Oh, man. That was too funny. <laughs> wow. That was such a crack out of that. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm a baby. I'm a baby. <laughs> that is a reference a to baby. a D&D character our friend played in, in Dead One Night. Mm-hmm. Who's a dwarf uh. disguised as a baby. It's a super relevant and widely applicable reference. The people need to know. Understand it. <laughs> Pat, we miss you. Uh, do you guys want to? Why, why don't we get into like final, final judgments, like the ratings of the movie? Uh, Jackie, what did you think? I'm gonna give it a solid three. three. Solid three. You know, we were when we were watching this and enjoying it and laughing our asses off. We were actually <laughs> trying to figure out not if you would dislike the movie, but how much you would dislike the movie. I think, it's, yeah, I think there was like a moment of silence where just we're both into the movie, and then some. I forget what it was. Something great. Oh, uh, when RoboCop like is one of his first like montages as a, as RoboCop. And oh he, yeah. Like, <laughs> this dude is like holding a chick from behind. He's like, "Get the fuck away, man! I'll blast your dude!" And then he <laughs> shoots like through her skirt into the guy's balls. Dick. Uh, and I'm like, actually... like, so we're quiet. We're watching the movie. We're kind of laughing. I'm like, Jackie's gonna hate this. She's really gonna hate <laughs> I this. I actually like that scene. <laughs> did you really? Just, so yeah, I did. I thought it was really funny. Um... No, you straight up <laughs> complained about it while we were watching it. You said, "What the fuck is this movie?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the moment. I'm like, she's gonna hate. This yeah. um, so five is take it or leave it. We let everybody yeah. set their own rating scales, but generally we agree five is take it or leave it. I think you should leave it, but also it would not, it's not, I would not disrecommend it, I guess. Like don't it steer would be clear, f- but you wouldn't like recommend Yeah, I wouldn't it. seek yeah. it out, but if it's free, I'd probably watch it while inebriated. It's a good. If it's free like movie to play like in the background of a party or something, you know. Fair, that is exactly correct. Three. Matt, what do you think? Um, it's gonna get a five. I know it. Yeah, I think a five was what I was thinking. Uh, it's fine. A lower than I thought. Yeah, I mean, I I like it for what it is. I think I think we've had this debate before. Like, I think I tend to, d- uh, ironically, based on the fact that I was just defending satire and comedy as separate but equally oh. valid. 
Uh, I tend I tend to rate comedies a little bit lower, um, just because I don't get as much out of them. But I I think it's I understand why it's a classic. I think uh, it's sort of scary to me how many of the critiques and sort of soft predictions in this movie yeah just seem accurate now and don't seem too satirized. Yeah. Uh, that's just life that's which, I think it's a which is more upsetting than it is funny well and this was also this came uh, out like the week after AOC made that post about the dog in the Bronx like the like the what is it the watch like the police what are you talking robot dog? about the police robot dog this came out a week after AOC who was only elected what two oh you mean like ago? we're, we're no, doing sorry. this Episode. We're doing this right when she made a post like a week ago about I have no idea what you're talking about you know what talking about the robot dog I'm not aware of this one. I know she was okay, mad I'll about to, I'll, I'll Im- to immigration uh, trailers. Topical. Uh, it's topical. So you give you give it a five out of ten. Yep, that's where I'm living. Oh, the predictions. It's funny. Uh, so the sequel, RoboCop Two, uh, in in the the plot of that <laughs> Wait, one, uh, no. the city of Detroit files for bankruptcy, which happens like not that long ago. <laughs> You know, sure. like in real life, and like so, RoboCop two like showed up in the news, like, hey, so this movie predicted <laughs> like Detroit. <laughs> Is there a subtitle for RoboCop two? I don't think so. there might nothing be. good like happens in Detroit. It's it's a picture. the The picture's great. the The poster for it is just like him like busting through a wall, just like yeah, RoboCop two, <laughs> two Robo two cop. <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh at that. Like too fast and too furious. You want to go uh, go next, Tyler? Sure. I'm going to give it a uh, 7 out of 10 because it's great. I really like it. I recommend it to people, but it's like not to everyone. Like I'd have – it's for specific kind of yeah. people, I think. Not Maybe not specific kind of people, but it's like not, not everyone's going to love it today especially, you know, I don't think. It's just very over the top. It's <laughs> It's very – you know, it's very crass. It's very violent. It's very callous and cynical. You know, mm-hmm. but it's not a lot of people are going to just enjoy that message, even if they get it. Like I think, you know, like Jackie, right? Like, like yeah, I get it. I didn't like watching it though. <laughs> not loving it. It's not funny. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny. But uh, I I told that joke four months ago, and she has done it multiple times a day ever since. It's not even her joke. I did the joke. Matt's <laughs> and I just a hater. Uh, but yeah, but like, so I, it's not like it's not like a, a cinematic masterpiece or anything like. But I just massively mm. enjoy the ride, so I'm giving it a good solid seven, seven. out of ten. It's a good seven. Yeah, yeah. I'm super conflicted about rating this, right? Because on one hand, I have a rating of my personal enjoyment, which uh, I mean, my expectations. I wasn't expecting much; they were low, so I was kind of blown out of the water with it. You know, like I I really liked it. It was over the top action which was what i was hoping for but it was even more so and the fact that it had some satirical element and i thought all of the commercials and the i'd buy that that for a dollar was all super entertaining so so my my personal rating that i would give it within the category of these types of movies which i definitely very much enjoy i'd give it like a nine but oh okay so complicated your rating system (laughs) We we've given up on partials. We're just doing two ratings now. 
No, but you're like in this nested system, I would give it this, but in this other universe, Correct. I would give it the 5.95. If ultimate wishy washy. If I were to attempt to uh, rate it objectively, uh, just as like a blanket recommendation to to anybody, I uh, I'd probably give it a six. <laughs> Would you list this movie in your online dating profile as like a movie you like? Yes. That's a good question. Yeah, I think I would too. Yeah. That is a, that's a good insightful question, babe. Yeah, it really it's is. Be a no from me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a dating profile, so I don't know how to even but like, quantify that. How can we explain to Matthew what it's like? Like you you want to impress people, but you also want to seem approachable. Right. I think then I would probably just do like Wee's schoolhouse. <laughs> oh, he's one of those like no user photo. Like he would go full anti dating profile, dating profile. It's like one thing you should know about me is just ask. Like that's that's Matt. Like oh yeah yeah. No, I think it would be all be joke answers. Yeah, right? like favorite favorite film is, and then like pick a novel. <laughs> favorite novel. Pick Robo an album. Cop. Yeah, my favorite movie. <laughs> my favorite movie is Moby Dick. <laughs> Robocop 2. The problem is so many novels have been turned into movies that people would inevitably just think that it was some adaptation they'd never heard of. That's it wouldn't true, surprise yeah. me that like the way that the algorithm works on a dating website wouldn't work in your favor, babe. Just put the Bible. That's you, There's no movie. The, the Bible. The Bible. Right? My, favorite my favorite movie is the Bible. Well, but then my police partners aren't going to take a ride to bone town in my police cruiser and then you would be attracting like the wrong audience segment they weren't gonna fuck each other that wasn't the plan oh right? don't my God, don't dude. ruin this amazing partnership they have <laughs> they were dtrf down to no. robot fuck bring the grease oh no you know what would have been funny i i missed my opportunity so i don't get credit but you went and i should have gone that's the sound of the police. So I I get to pick for next week. Woo, woo, woo. Week. For next episode. I got to stop saying week. I got to train that. Um, no, we're doing it every week. We, let's, let's I want it to do it every week, week but. The people want I, it. We're committing. But I feel bad. I don't want to keep like, yeah, sorry, we said next week. And it's been three months. So, they don't it's know. It's been an entire year. Know. Sorry. They don't know. We Plus, could we renumber them. Down. So it looks like we've done it every week, but we just keep losing episodes. We're <laughs> 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 on like number 130 or something it's like so that. It's so hard to track. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, like, you I'm, sweet summer child. It would be so much higher than 130. Like, <laughs> I feel like we're in the hundreds. I don't think like, so. There's only 52 weeks in a year, right? We did it pretty consistently for like half we a started, year. We started, this, we started this when I moved to London. Yeah. It was like yeah. four years ago. That's true. Oh my god! I don't think it'd be that much higher. Probably a two hundred something. I can't believe we like, started just like double longer. the number that you said. It's not that much higher. Can you imagine if Do we the like math, stayed Matt. consistent with the show ever since we started? Oh, Holy man. crap! We, oh man, there were so many episodes. We need to commit to once a week. This is not that hard. It takes an hour. It's not right? that. Uh, it's We've the editing it. and everything. Well, it's it's because I do a lot of note taking and stuff. This week I kind of rushed it, but like I tend to spend a few hours doing that. And then we record for at least an hour, and then it's editing afterwards. So, like, every week it, well, it is kind of like, it ends up being, like, 10 hours of work or so on top of, you know, your 40-hour work week. So, I mean, it's well, not nothing. We can take turns hosting. I mean, that works. I'm not saying, I, no, I love doing it. Yeah, I'm the host. What? Damn why it. don't we, here's Talking an idea. Yeah, why pod. don't we talk shop 
after we finish recording the current episode. No, but people want to know. This is in line with how we've recorded all of our past episodes, though, where we just start talking about logistics. Yeah, no, I like being open and transparent. Yeah, I like being transparent. But anyway, my next my movie for next episode is one I think I've brought up a couple of times on the show. We've we've mentioned it just in passing, whatever. I'm so excited. Police story. Yeah, doing police story. So it's uh, Jackie Chan. Uh, he directed it. Uh, I think he wrote it. I'm not sure, but he's the director and the main star. And it's you know he choreographed it and helped produce it. Um, uh, when he was in China, and he's uh, I think only in his late twenties, maybe. Uh, in the oh, movie, yeah. it's the it's one that kind of put him on the map, right? I think so. Great movie. Nice. Um, I I've always loved you know his his action scenes and you know his. Just stunt work is incredible, and I, I can't wait to see like a whole movie that's like his movie and based around all that, you know. But his movies in China are so different because he has basically unlimited time to do them, right? And and like no safety precautions. Well, they didn't have safety precautions, but like not like in America, right? But like, it's up to his discretion. You yeah. know what I mean, right? There's like there's less regulation of what he's allowed to do for the movie. He basically he has a much bigger budget, a no time constraints, right? He could just do whatever the hell he wants. So it's like pure Jackie Chan's vision, you yeah. know, and it's 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 on a different league compared to his Hollywood movies. I'm excited. Do you think that one day we'll pick a film that I've seen, but y'all haven't? Probably not. Have either of you seen Police Story? Uh, no. no. Oh, so Devin's the only one. I'm the only one. That's rare. <laughs> I'm the only one. <laughs> I am the Galactic Emperor. I am the Galactic Emperor. This never um, happens. You're pulling on my... Oh, sorry. Get, it, it got, Devin's pulling the, it my got headphones off. Jeepers. On my cuff. Robocop. Robocop does, does whatever Robocop does. does. Shoots Friends. the guys in the nuts. Sometimes in the face if he's feeling... Nuts. Look out! <laughs> Here Look comes out. the Robocop. Is it the Batman? Yep. I was singing <laughs> Spider Man with Robocop and then went to Batman. There I'm all over go. the map. <laughs> Nailed it. Just like Robocop on patrol. What? See? You're all over the map. Just da, like da, he was da, all da, over the Oh, get the fuck. That's. That's not even a pun. <laughs> no, it wasn't a pun. It was just a that was a nothing. observation. Uh, all right, Jerry Seinfeld. Bye, What's friends. the deal? Well, they just made the whole plane out of the black box. <laughs> I mean, it's a good question. <laughs> it's valid. <laughs> all right, bye, everybody. See you next bye. time. Bye. Love you. Love you. I started saying that. I don't know when. But... Sticking with it. I love our audience.